0: Is this a private altercation? Or do you allow spectators? Get the
1: fuck back in your car, old man. Please, don't let me interrupt. Watch if you get a knife. So have I. Hey, hey, hey,
0: hey, 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 hey. man. He who fights and runs away lives to fight another day. But it's usually best to face one's destiny. Don't you agree? He was destined for the Olympics. There's one more in your national championship. Until his dreams were shattered by a twist of fate.
1: What happened was an accident. It wasn't your fault.
0: That's yeah, supposed to make me feel better. But one man is willing to give him another chance. Alex, glad you can make it. For a price. My fighters are well paid and very well trained. I'd like you to join them. Become one of the best. And this is the Ring of Steel. That's Jack
1: champion
0: he? yeah he's very good so far he's the best
1: i think alex could do better
0: alex welcome to the class you're just in time for your first lesson now number one i decide who fights who and when. number two there's no fighting outside the ring of steel ever and number three inside the ring of steel there are no rules
1: no, no!
0: can't make me fight. Alex!
1: What have you done with Elena? There is a lot of stake here, isn't there? He's a dangerous man, Alex.
0: Don't you ever disobey me again. Not ever do you understand me.
1: Don't underestimate him or what he's asking you to do.
0: You will fight who I say and when I say. You will last in the ring. We shall see. He's caught in a deadly game where the winners rule and the losers die Joe Don Baker Carol Ault Robert Chapin Gary Casper, Darlene Vogel Death has just become a spectator sport. Ring of steel. Hello, folks. It's another Beef podcast, burnt ends. But the uh, the fancy part about this one is this one's going to be on your main feed because I'm I'm hoping to turn into something. And I, yeah. Um, if you listen listen to the beef and first three episodes, uh, that guy, that other guy, and we had a good time doing crippled theater, and I I would hope so. And I wanted to dig into more of those things with him, so I, I I brought him here. It's not like I'm twisting his arm ever, but Ricky Morgan, how you doing, sir?
1: What's happening, man? Always glad to be back and hang out with my buddy. Yeah, man, me too. You know what? What I like about what you bring is it's always a shock to me, right? Because, you know, I I recently had Dave Z on my show and I expected, you know, some horror flick and he picked Neighbors, (laughs) you know, and that's the way I feel about every time I get with you. It's like it's going to be something that is never really talked about. And that's what I love about it. Right. I I love not having to do, you know, another Dawn of the Dead or, you know, what everybody else does. I I like you you just bring something up that I'm like, never heard of it. Let's give it a shot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I could have told you Z loves neighbors. It's one of his favorite things. It, 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 um, yeah, we had him on the show one time. We did Johnny Dangerously, and oh, that, yeah. that's one of his favorite things too. So,
1: oh well, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah I, I'll have to I have to hit him up for that one then because we've talked about a couple of other ones. But yeah, I mean, and, and uh, again, you know, even though we're all kind of horror fanatics, it, it all comes from somewhere else, right? There's these other movies that. Maybe even lead you into horror, but we are '80s HBO kids, right? That's what kind of drives us to finding all these movies or Cinemax, whatever you had at the time, which easily would have been where you could have seen this movie in the in the time that it came out.
0: <laughs> about by one forty-five, you know, in the morning, uh, right after you made some bad decisions with some friends, you know, <laughs> let's turn on this film about an underground fighting ring.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's original. We, we,
0: <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Howdy, it is, though, because uh, <laughs> wait till we get into uh Yeah. The reason I want to do this for Ricky is um to kind of restart, but not replace our, our good friend Johnny Krug. And watch something stupid and talk about it, you know, because um, Short Bus was a lot of fun, dude. You guys had great yeah. chemistry together. And yeah, I, I miss that man so much. That was my I first do too. That was my first world podcast I ever listened to was Kruger Nation um he was into it man
1: yeah Uh, yeah it it was just it was the right thing and you know it's you know yeah i have those thoughts of i'd love to do a show and cover those kind of flicks but you know that one was just special i mean the the chemistry there just it worked so well and uh you know so i'm glad that you know you're trying to carry on something kind of in the spirit of that and hey let's roll man well the film I chose
0: you know, for for this first time go around for this official unofficial thing uh <laughs> is is ring of Steel f- <laughs> from nineteen ninety four how uh, this is rated R I have no idea well well you do see a boob in there yeah so yeah. pretty pretty uh passionate uh skin of max sex scene in this movie but um in case you don't know what this is I, I will read the plot synopsis to you a champion fencer actually kills an opponent in a match. Disgraced, he is blackballed from the fencing community until a mysterious stranger saves his life one night from a gang of muggers. He soon soon finds himself caught up in a world of underground illegal sword fights where combatants fight to the death. Sometimes. Uh, That that, 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 that part's (laughs) not on there. Sometimes they do. (laughs) This is directed by David Frost, who... Didn't do a whole lot. Uh, did a lot more producing. One of my favorite things on his list is he directed three episodes of of Mass Rider, which is a <laughs> a thing called Common Rider in Japan, uh, which is where Power Rangers came from, basically. Right. And um, those those are really cool to watch. We know what Common Rider is. Go 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 check it out. I think they're all on on Tubi. I think.
1: Wasn't he involved with the Death Stalker stuff too? I don't. I don't think so. I thought he was. Maybe we'll, I'm wrong.
0: I'm going to look right now and tell you. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. thought maybe he directed one of them or something to that degree. The 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 magic of um this man, I guess. Uh, no, no, I don't see that. Oh, maybe yeah. Death Stalker and the Warriors from Hell, supervising a producer, in 1988. Which I don't even ah, know. Producer. I don't even know what that one is. So
1: <laughs> it's, it's best left unsolved. <laughs> I, I
0: know. I know Death Stalker one and two, and I prefer the second one of those Death Stalker movies. Yeah. Although you do see um, which which Jason is it Richard Brooker, you get to see an actual acting role in the first Deathstalker movie. I think it is, yeah. Um, but this is uh, written by Robert Robert Chapin and starring Robert Chapin, uh, which I, th- I think is a fascinating dude. Um, actually, yeah. he he had a pretty big big uh, life beyond beyond uh, acting. Um, but the stars, the, the the amazing Joe Don Baker, which which come to work for is Joe Don Baker.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's why I showed up. I was like Joe Don Baker, I'm in. Uh, Carol Alt, who um, is a
0: swimsuit model who who, who, who turned into an actress. Um, I know her most from watching wrestling, and then Thunder in Paradise would come on the TV show <laughs> with Hulk Hogan in a boat, and uh, she she was the uh, she was the eye candy on that show. uh, uh Darlene Vogel, who, who as as Elena Carter, who you may know as um. Like Punk number three, the girl punk from Back to the Future Two, she, she was in that movie. But yeah. didn't didn't do a whole lot past that. Um genre favorite, Don Stark plays a cop in this movie. Um you know <laughs> from Evil Speak and, ton, <laughs> and and tons of other stuff, but uh Bob from that seventies show. Bob.
1: Yes. Don't forget Switchblade Sisters. And Season. Switchblade
0: he does do he does do some great genre stuff. He does. Yeah. Um but this stars Robert Chapin, who plays our our lead character, who's not even listed on the on these top cast credits. Oh, here it is. Alex Alex Fryer, is, is the guy uh, in question who who kills somebody, you know. And you see you see it telegraphed a mile away, because this film starts um, in a fencing tournament, and you know you know after you know the, the the adventurous soundtrack that ensues in this movie all over the place, like like they're going swashbuckling. Uh, <laughs> You, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: No, I mean, you're right. I mean, this movie just changes its mind when it wants to be every, you know, 45 seconds or so. So it's like insert
0: saxophone interlude here. Right. And then insert the swashbuckling music back in here again. And then insert the Casio keyboard soundtrack. You know? Right.
1: And of course, he's, you know, he's Mr. Joe Cool. He's trying to hit on this girl and. He's trying to show how smart he is, and then of course she lets you know who he is, right? He's third time world champion fencer, yada yada, you know. And he's like, "Hey, uh, can I hit you up for a cup of coffee later on?" Because we know what that what that means, right? So.
0: <laughs> I mean, sex with saxophony music, brother. You know, right?
1: <laughs> oh, so, but yeah, like you said. You know, he he gets in this fencing tournament. and He gets up there and accidentally kills the guy, or was it accidental? Well, they you see,
0: know. yeah, you see the you see the tip of the sword. You know, because they're, they're fencing. You know, in in competition, so the the the, the very sharp tip of the sword is covered, mm-hmm. but that breaks off. He stabs the guy in the eye <laughs> hilariously because you know he hit it right in the right spot. It must be must be an Italian movie because he he hit the eye trauma right away and. Apparently you bleed out with that because I, I he didn't uh, I I don't know. It's for the I, instant. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's integral to the plot of the movie, you know. So I will give him that. Um, so, so yeah, he he's down and out, and um, he he after after sex or before or after sex, I forget one because there's a, you know. They, they I think get, this
1: is before he hadn't quite hit it yet. This is so. pre
0: this is because apparently yeah. this guy gets him really excited he's get, he's getting mugged in in in, uh, in an alley and he beats uh the the, the man that he's called man in black in the credits uh <laughs> our man Joe Don baker yeah who, who is, is
1: also it, at the tournament' is, oh you, yeah you don't you don't get to see him you just see his hand in like a cane right so you know that somebody set this up for this accident to happen supposedly
0: very very uh very studious you know with uh letting you know something's going down I missed that actually so thank yeah. you for that yeah but Jodon Baker shows up in a hat, and I think a cape or a duster, yeah. perhaps. I don't know. But he what he, is? But, what does right. he
1: say? Something when he gets out of the car is like, uh, I mean, can I not? You know, you don't have any prospectors here, or, you know, something
0: like that. But he he, yeah. pu- he pulls out a, a, a sword out of this cane. <laughs> and you know what? Him in this hat and this this duster, you kind of believe that shit for some reason. Yeah, I don't know sure. why. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you get these thugs, they're, they're trying to beat up our main character, who's who's really kind of down and out, right? Because he's accidentally killed somebody. He hasn't really quite got over it, even though emotionally he doesn't really show it. But when he talks to the girl, it's like, how am I supposed to just get over that? Well, you know, she's trying, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so he's emotionally distraught. And he gets mugged. Joe Don Baker shows up and shows out. And then you get, uh, hey – uh, if you ever need anything, look me up. And he gives him this card that says circle of steel, <laughs> ring, of, ring of steel. And
0: then our, our hero joins the men in black, you know? Yeah. Man, oh man. That's that's the end of the movie, by the way. He joins the men in black, but no, it's not the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. like, what do I do next? I'm a professional sword fighter. You know, how about get a job, buddy? You know, but no. I know.
1: Why don't I just go upstairs and have sex with this woman that I just met a little while ago? You know?
0: She's into it, though. So she Sure. Does, uh, oh, yeah. I guess it's consensual.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like you said, you got the, the Cinemax saxophone going on. You got the, the light, uh, real light blue lighting going on. Yeah, man. It's happening. Yeah, just
0: so you can see some nip, but not a lot of nip, you know? Because it, it, this is why this is rated R. And, um... This is, this is I guess what you come for, but not really. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's I mean you know it's gonna happen because it's just a requirement in these kind of movies, but it's really not what you show up for. What you show up for is Joe Don Baker acting like Joe Don King. Yes,
0: <laughs> that should have been his temporary name for this movie, Joe Don I King. Don't...
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and this is right right in the action of '94 where we're. Uh, old um Don King was doing his thing you know mm-hmm. making all stupid money with the boxing yeah yeah
1: yeah so you've you've got an underground tournament of people sword fighting so you so you're basically taking enter the dragon and blood sport and fencing <laughs> Can't forget fencing. It's a very important to the plot, you know.
0: <laughs> and, and this is this is what you get.
1: I mean, it's a it's an underground kumite with swords, you know. <laughs> or some, for
0: sometimes, well, well, one guy that we'll talk about, you know, who's their champion, uh, yeah. Jack, played by Gary Casper in this movie, who's who's done, who's worked by the best, he still works today. He was just, he was just on Supergirl not long ago. So oh, yeah, yeah, um. This is the the, the, the tough man, the, the the champion of the Ring of Steel. So he's all he's all in, you know, for killing people and yeah. destroying them at any, any any spot. And he's got a buddy he makes because he's just as big of a dandy as he is. Uh, Brian, played by Jim Peary, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> their fight is spectacular. But yeah, it, what what differs this from other tournament fighting movies is like the stupidity. But you're really all in to what's going on here, cause it. <laughs> you you have one fight where it's like a brutal, like you know ki- you know high kicking like martial arts with a sword and a, and a and a and a shield moment. Yeah, and then you have Alex and Brian's fight, which is this <laughs> big old pirate musical thing, <laughs> where where Brian's jumping into the crowd like. Taking drinks from women and stuff like that, and yeah, it's showboat, um, man. He's yeah, showboat-ing. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's of course th- that's that setup too that you get from well, Enter the Dragon, Mortal Kombat. Any, take your pick of any tournament movie where you and another guy become pals, but eventually you are going to have to fight each other, right? Same thing in Killer Be Killed. It, like I said, pick a tournament movie. This is going to happen. You are going to end up having to fight one of your buddies, and they're going to force you up oh, need to fight to the death. Uh, these other fights, it didn't matter, but this one you gotta fight to the death, you know, so but they don't really fight to the death, so
0: because <laughs> cause in their fights, they're breaded for you know, the, the, the theatrics and the entertainment, and right. you know, with this crowd of people, I, I have to mention this is, this is your classic you know, Matt, the man in black, Joe Don Baker has a, a dance club <laughs> with uh, the elevator that goes all the way down to go fight this, 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 t- this t- tournament ring, and The people that are watching this, you know, they think they'd be out for blood, but they're really into this, these two dandies fighting each other with with a sword and puppy shirts. Yeah.
1: Yep. (laughs) Yep. It was like they went back and captured some pirates and said, all right, let's put them in the ring. Let them go. And, uh, you know, the other guy is probably my favorite character in the whole movie because he's. He's having fun, right? He set up the whole thing where Jack is supposed to uh, is supposed to fight, and he sends the chicken out there instead, and you know, there, there's there's a lot of fun stuff like that that happens in this too. And again, like I said, that creates that friendship between our main character and him. And eventually, you got to bring that to a halt, right? Because Don King Baker can't have that.
0: Right, he's got to control everything, including which is a, a goofy aspect I love about this movie. You know, to to keep Alex our our hero into the tournament, he, he kidnaps his girl for no reason and, and puts her up <laughs> in the penthouse, you know?
1: Yeah, he could have just paid him, like, a lot of money, and he would have just probably stayed, you know? <laughs> but no, we we got to take, uh, we got to do it by force, you know, because that's, that's the kind of people we are here, so. See,
0: see in, other, in other fighting movies like this, she should have been possibly sexually assaulted or tied to a chair or something. Right. No, she's just living it up in Carol Alt's apartment, you know? Yeah, and, uh, she's
1: just hanging out, wants to order some Chinese
0: food, you know? <laughs> even, like, when they meet each other, she's like, I'm not in that much distress, actually. I'm kind of having a good time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, when are we going to get out of this mess with this fighting stuff? He says, two more matches. Sure you do, guy. Sure you do, you know?
1: <laughs> oh, and, of course... When, it, when it's all said and done, I mean, and that's the thing. Joe Don Baker is pretty much playing all these guys, right? And what he says goes, um, and the rules for this are kind of like fight club. I mean, there are no rules. <laughs> he basically tells them that. Yeah, there's there's no rules to this. You're, you're in there, and you, you fight to, to win, and you fight to the other one ceases. And, you know, and in some cases, it's going to be to the death. And that's kind of how this thing rolls. And... Obviously when you see them teamed up and who they're fighting each other, you know if it's gonna be, you know, to the death or not. And um uh, the of course Jake Jack uh can't stand him because he's the he's the main guy, right? Nobody takes my spot. So you've got that that bad blood already there. And that gets escalated as we go along. Says so uh, you know, Jack wants to be Joe Don Baker's number one man, which he is. But he wants to stay there. He doesn't want this new guy cutting in on his action, and uh, it just it just goes bonkers, man. I mean, till you lead up to you know it's going to be the the big fight between those two. But they don't really stay in the ring.
0: <laughs> no, they they got to they get out of the ring and go go fight uh, once once the building catches on fire and fight in the flaming building. And um...
1: it, it's one of those things where everything. Happens at the right time, right? Because the cops show up, they start busting the place, they're trying to arrest everybody, but you know Jack's got dude's girlfriend by the neck and he's taking off with her, and, you, you, and he's take chasing after him, and then they go to this other part of the building, which ends up being I don't know whether making metal or something. I don't know because there's a lot of fire and lava, and <laughs> it's like
0: the, the, there's, that's that's the sword smelt right there. I'm sure the the, the deleted scene that we did not see, you know. <laughs>
1: It just happens to be attached to this nightclub that has a fighting ring underneath it. So, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe Jodon Baker, his character, the man in black, had a little more action going on than just did this. He just did this stuff for fun. His real money was the, the metal plant next door.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you, you had to make those uh, those fancy swords which you claim belonged to Charles II and stuff like that.
1: Right. Yeah, he's got the collection to try to woo. Our hero into the, hey this is this is how cool what you're getting involved in is, it, it's not just killing people. It's hey we get these cool swords. You could use my
0: fancy uh you know swords from the from the 18th century, which you know if you're gonna have guys killing each other you know fighting to the death, why would you let me use like these priceless swords? Yeah. I have no yeah. idea. I yeah, just, um, um My favorite. Gonna, I'm sorry.
1: No, this is, you're gonna ruin the swords,
0: man. You're, you're gonna ruin the swords.
1: Yeah, use this $15 one that I just made, you know?
0: I, I, I will say, you know, one guy in this movie who had a pretty fascinating career besides Joe Don baker is the big guy that the that comes in from the Renaissance Fair to be a sword fighter in this one scene. <laughs> uh, Travis McKenna is the actor's name, and he's been all, all over the spectrum <laughs> in, in, in genre stuff. Um <laughs> He he played the 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 clown the fatter clown character in Batman Returns. He, he was um in Roadhouse. He played the big hairy guy yep. in Roadhouse. Yep. Uh, well, Twice Dead, which is a a fun horror film that's pretty stupid. That's on my list to do. Cheerleader Camp, which is a fun stupid fun horror film to do. Um, Hamburger yep. the Motion Picture. People, come on, you know. Oh yeah, man. yeah. He's he's in some stuff. Um. <laughs> Uh, but that, that, that guy, he, he makes the mistake of saying, well, I'm just going to go fucking tell all about this place in a room, <laughs> yeah. full, in a room <laughs> full of tough guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go over very well. After he gets his butt kicked because he thinks he can compete with these guys that are real swordsmen against a guy that pretends <laughs> to be a swordsman. Gets, yeah, it's quite he gets, comical. He
0: gets spanked
1: by it, that. To that, put that, it in, in perspective – if you watch any of the Cobra Kai stuff, he's basically Stingray, except Stingray is a lot much 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 cooler than this guy is.
0: He <laughs> gets spanked by by our, by our Jack, our 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 foil in this movie, with, with this I'm guessing like bamboo sword yeah. or something. It's
1: practice and swords, yeah.
0: So it had to hurt like a motherfucker. Oh you know? yeah, just, yeah, those
1: things still hurt. Yeah.
0: And then the, here comes Alex again, our hero, ruining his good time. Yeah, you know, just more yeah. of a reason to want to kill Alex, and um, right. just building that tension. Mm-hmm. Which is one thing this movie does well is building the tension between those two because he's just taking away Jack's kind of thirst for blood there, and he, he does uh, Jack don't like that man,
1: right? Yeah, and that's again that's that's the setup, right? There's for the most of the story, it's pretty predictable, right? Because like I said, you, we've had all the tournament movies, and it's pretty much the same setup. It's just got some weird little quirky things that happen in it that really sets it apart, and the fact you got Joe Don Baker here that's supposed to be the puppet master of all of it. Yeah, that's 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 what makes it kind of unique. But the story is the story, and by the end of it, instead of it being like this big sword fight thing at the end, which you still kind of get, it almost becomes more Errol Flynn. It becomes more swashbuckling for some reason, and then it turns into Die Hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean that goes to our star here who was also the, the 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 writer of this movie Robert Chapin who if you read into his his career um b- before this he was like like a professional like renaissance fair person I mean, they, they had like a jousting team and everything so huh. so he he was all in with the sword fighting stuff so if anything, it it's, it's choreographed very well and, yeah. and I think he had a lot to do with that yeah, probably so. Because you could watch a film where guys are swinging swords at each other. They can be real sloppy. This this looked like it had some thought behind it, the, the fight scenes with, with the sure. swords.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's probably where they spent the money, right? Because the rest of it is just the, the the typical tournament setup. Not near as many people as in, in a normal tournament-type movie. Um, but at the same time uh, – these guys do a pretty good job with with handling the swords and and the choreograph- uh, choreography. Like you said, um, but yeah, when you get to the the big finale, it's just kind of it, it, it changes gears a few times because they fight on that kind of catwalk, suspended, you know, walkway that they've got over the flames that are burning for some reason in this building.
0: Yeah, it's on fire <laughs> for sure. You know. So
1: they're fighting, and then he he kicks Jack. Off of there, and you think, okay, he fell to his death, which, I mean, it's a long ways down. It's like a good, what, 30, 40-foot drop. <laughs> and you think, okay, he fell in the flames, he's dead. Well, no. So now the flames are getting higher for some reason, so we've got to do a swashbuckling Luke Skywalker, you know, wrap my my, my belt around this cable, and we're going to slide down it to the other side, go on top of the roof. Guess who was there? That's right. Jack.
0: Jack's still alive. The, the the hemorrhoid that won't go away is still alive on this Jack room. is yeah. back,
1: baby. Which is and, uh, which is
0: a great great part of that movie, you know. She goes something about didn't she always want to be a pirate or something? Because I've known you for like five minutes. And you know, <laughs> he wraps that chain around that cable and it looks good, the slide yeah. down the cable with, with the chain. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah it works. And, and and that's what I mean. Everything works in this movie. It's it's almost not you can tell it wasn't intended to be a bad movie, which no real bad movie is intended to be a bad movie. It just turns out that way. But uh, it, it's it's a solid flick, and but it's just got these quirky things. Like I said, you, you get the, the big finale fight scene, I guess, on the roof of the building, and the cops, everybody are down at the bottom looking up and seeing what's going on, and then all of a sudden things change gear and the building's going to explode for some reason, and they jump off like it's, die hard and land on a you know they got a, a catching platform there for them I, you know that how did they know those people were going to be on the roof and were going to jump off and well, have that thing blown up in time well, you know well the
0: cops were there and the, the 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 fire was was flaming so i'd imagine the firefighters would have something for them to either climb on or jump down on i don't know what, what the budget was for their giant poofy uh uh <laughs> You know, inflatable thing.
1: is a, a legit one. I mean, it's the one that they kind of use. You know,
0: so I imagine you know that that the firefighters knew there might be folks you know trying to get out you know through windows or whatnot. And so I'll yeah. give I'll give them the placement of this giant poofy uh, air air thing. You know, <laughs> but what happens before this is spectacular because one of the rules uh, the man in black has is nobody fights outside the ring of steel. So he finally shows up at the end of this movie, sticks his, his sword cane through Jack, and, and says, "I told you, no fighting outside the ring of steel," <laughs> you know. So he's he's living by his convictions, and yeah. and he wants he wants Alex to be his champion, and Alex isn't going for it, of course. So one of the biggest baller moves of this movie is like, I know a way <laughs> out. He walks through the door, and then the flames shoot up behind him like he's the devil. It's, it's it's a great shot of this movie, you know.
1: And then, you know, after after the building is burnt down <laughs> and stuff, you get that Flash Gordon ending, right? Yes.
0: <laughs> the sequel that never showed up, because out of the ashes, you see this, this rapier or longsword or something, and somebody's hand, somebody's gloved, somebody's gloved hand picks it up. It's like, yep, we're talking sequel, The Ring of Steel, and you know what? Uh-huh. I probably would have been there for it. I'm not going to lie to you, you know. <laughs>
1: rings of steel rings of steel the follow-up
0: yeah (laughs) i I, I probably would have been there for it i'm not gonna lie to you it's i i can't say this is like high class cinema but i I did i did i did enjoy my time with it because because when i said we're gonna do this ricky i said what what is it i think it's definitely unique you know what it, it was for this
1: kind of movie you know it's it's taking something that you've seen several times and it's and it's pretty predictable but at the same time, like I said, it just it does these little things that just make you go, okay. All right. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, this is like made I guess like post those kind of movies. And sorry if uh my cat's right. making noise. She she's in the room with me. Um <laughs> I'll blame it on Duchess in post production. um <laughs> But yeah, this is this is made a bunch of times. You can watch like Death Warrant and like Lionheart or you know, pick, pick your Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, Turner movie, right. uh, The Quest, Kickboxer, Bloodsport. Um, yep. no, there, there's more than that. King of the Kickboxers, they, they, they made a bunch of these in the 90s yep. and late 80s. But this mm-hmm. this is like on the back end of those. And mm-hmm. I, I think that, it, that this guy's passion for, for, for swordplay and, and, and Renaissance shit, it, it sort of translated well to this kind of movie, but it, it didn't go all in, you know? Right. Yeah, uh, but it, it it went all in enough for me to say, hey, I I enjoy my time with it, and I'm I'm the, well, I'm all there for the Joe Don Baker, the rise of 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 the Man in Black. To, <laughs> to, you kind of <laughs> have
1: to give you have to give credit to the cast here because if 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 the cast wasn't solid enough, this could have been a very low grade movie, you know. So you kind of have to hand it to that. It's 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 a solid group. It's like you did um Masters with uh with our friend mm-hmm. Dan Bone and.
0: One major fascinating thing I found out about it was the reason why the swordplay looked sort of decent is because the guy that played Blade was a uh, like a professional horsemaster and swordsmaster. You know, you yeah. didn't see a lot of lot. You didn't see a lot of horseplay in that movie. Not I mean like the goopy stuff, but like any horses at all in that movie. But the fact this guy had some kind of tutelage, you know, in that sense, kind of. I'm sure it made those scenes a little bit better. I'm sure, sure. He, I'm sure he helped out with that. And um, yeah,
1: this guy, yeah, absolutely, this,
0: this guy being what he was, you know, I I, I think that it, it had to make this movie better than it would have been.
1: And and it's also a look at the different the different styles of fighting too, especially with the sword, because you got the the samurai sword, you've got the the swashbuckling thing, you've got the the strict fencing you know, approach to that you have. So it's, it's almost that the whole idea of what Bruce Lee was doing with enter the dragon was exposing all the different styles and the best style is the, the, the culmination of all of them together into one style. You know, you're kind of still getting that thing, even though it's not heavy handed in it, you still see it because when, when Alex first gets in there and starts fighting, Joe Donovan Baker, say, just, just do what you do. Don't, don't try to change your style. Do what you know works for you in the fencing world. And when he starts doing that, then obviously it starts working for him. So yeah, you kind of get that, that spin on it as well. I, I have to mention this cause I look for him this time around. Um, judo,
0: Jean LaBelle, the, 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 the legendary, you know, fighter and trainer who, who trained many, many people for, for anywhere from, from Roddy Roddy Piper to, 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 to Rowdy Ronda Rousey to, to so many people. Um, he shows up in this movie as some kind of bodyguard or something um yeah. if you don't know who judo G- 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 judo LaBelle is this guy was stretching people into his eighties and he's a real was a real tough dude i think real deal. Said, i think he yep. just died like last year which is um he lived a good life so there's yeah. there's that and um that's pretty cool it's it's like when Frank Dukes uh shows up in Highlander for no reason, like, Hey that's Frank Dukes <laughs> in the car you know. Uh back to the tournament action of the movies. But I thought that was a nice touch to throw a, a true blue, you know, tough guy in this movie. Yeah, you know, just right. kinda of slum it in this movie if you if you will, but but I, I I have to ask you uh any final thoughts um that you have on this movie and um
1: what what would you give it one to ten? One to ten. I'll probably give this a six. That's it's it's a little better than just average to me. I mean it it's 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 it is entertaining, um, even though like I said, it's very predictable. And I think that's the only thing that kind of keeps it from getting any higher. And it does kind of ramp things up towards the end. You knew that somebody was going to come up and stab Jake, but you just weren't for sure who it was going to be. So when it happens and you see it's Joe Don Baker, you're like, all right, I'll take that right because he's Joe King. I mean, Joe King, (laughs) Don King, (laughs) you know, that's, that's his character in this and nobody's going to mess up his game. You're just the parts that play in the, in the game. He's running this thing. He'll kill you if he has to. And I think that's really what drives this thing more than anything else. And the fact that, you know, would he actually let Alex go? That's where you need the part two. Right. So I don't know. It's, I'd say it's a six.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you with n six. It's, it's 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 better than that. It's better than you know, middle of the road. I I um, I had I had a good time with it, you know, and and not like in an ironic way. I mean, I, I love goofy films like this, and this one it was not your average, you know, kick and punch. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rape your girl. Hell, they put her in a nice apartment, you know. For Christ's sake, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, dude, we're we're not gonna hurt you, girl. We're just gonna put her up for a while, you know, yeah, just just to keep her you at her at arm's length, and so so you'll fight for me, you know. And uh, it's just um, yeah, because he was really excited about doing this whole thing, this whole ring of steel thing, right? Even after the almost murder that happens in the opening fight scene, it does. <laughs> um yeah, six out of ten, I I, I recommend it. I want to say, and I'm going to look right now real fast while I'm recording this. I should do this before. This might be on YouTube. I, I, we, I It's watched on YouTube. That's yeah. where I watched it. I watched it on our friend's uh, video service. He has it on there. But you can find this on YouTube. And um, yep. I recommend going to check it out because it's, it's that kind of, you know, early 90s, leftover from the late 80s action movie. That's It's got a unique tinge to it. And um, yeah, check it out, man. Um, Show sure enough. I don't know how often we're gonna do these. I, I I would hope I would hope I get together Ricky at least a couple of weeks. Every couple of weeks uh do do what wanna do one of these or however Give often. A shot. However however often he wants to do these. Because yeah, I I'm, yeah. I'm 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 always down. But I'm gonna let him pick the next one, which we don't know what that's gonna be yet, but we'll we'll let you guys know. Um <laughs> something something uh something he he'll he'll discover I'm sure, or something he's been jonesing to do on a show <laughs> like this and but um Ricky, what you got coming up, man? You you're always rolling uh you know, in your car, uh, recording uh, episodes of Doctor Movie. Um, what, what, yeah. what, what fun greatness is coming up on that, brother?
1: Well, uh, as far as Doctor Movie goes, uh, of course, it depends on when this one actually comes out, but I just finished. Uh, I've got a whole week that's going to be called Bat Crap Crazy, which is just a, a group of five movies that are very, very hard to even explain. Uh, which is like Demon Wind, <laughs> The Visitor, uh, Shocking Dark, Boxer's Omen, and then uh, Court Saos joins me, joins me and we do uh, uh, Phenomena together. And uh, outside of that, I'm looking at the entire list of movies that are considered the demons. I call it the Demon Saga, right? Because it's not really a series – it's just a group of movies that people decided, hey, these first two are really popular. We'll just call this part three and people will go see it because the other ones are so popular. And that just got way out of hand. And you got all the way down to 10 movies, even though there's actually 15 movies, <laughs> something like that. Uh, there's I, three part threes. That's the problem, you know. I,
0: I rewatched Demons 2 recently because I, I love, I love the, the whole switch of that from the, from the first one. And I I come to realize, I don't know if you're about this or not, that the, the, the girl in Demons 2 becomes the initial demon. Mm-hmm. They, all those folks had the reason to die because they, they played the classic age-old tale of we have relatives over. And they don't fucking leave your house at the time you want them to leave. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. she not want those people in her apartment. You know what? Nope. They, 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 they died yep. for that reason. So if you're that person <laughs> that sticks around till 11 o'clock at night at a house party, you mean the, the, the company your company, and they want you to go home, your host right. might turn into a demon and kill you. Just think about that next time, okay? You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the the thing about Doctor Movie is it's it's genre free. I mean I'm I'm d I'm jumping from that to old classic exploitation flicks. Uh you know, I just did Vanishing Point and then the next movie was Battle Beyond the Stars. So I mean it's it's all over the place. Just like me. And uh so that's going on. Hell I mean we're still going. It's just hard to get together and do anything. We're supposed to be doing Logan's Run really soon. And uh, it's just kind of hard for Danny and I to get together, and he's he's got a lot going on, so, you know, we'll get it when we get it.
0: Well, I can't wait to hear you talk about Jenny Agater in, in Bot, okay? I can't wait to hear about this, uh, you know.
1: I've been talking about Jenny a lot here lately. She's been in two or three movies that's just popped up recently on Doctor Movie, and I'm like, wow, she just keeps showing up, and that's not a bad thing.
0: I, I've never seen Walkabout, but she's naked throughout most of it, so maybe I should fix that problem, you know. you ever
1: see Equus? no. Oh man!
0: Is it's like a horse thing or something?
1: Man, you want to talk about a messed up movie? It's based on a play. <laughs> okay. That movie is messed up, man. Uh. Yeah. Equus, you know. I a... want to say I want to I want to say I would recommend it, but it's a one time watch. You yeah. probably won't ever want to watch it again. It's not because it's bad, just because it's like you just kind of have to shake it off,
0: <laughs> you it's, know? It's so bizarre. You know, that's what I love a... I love doing my shows with you is that. You'd never been about just horror films, and I always told yeah. folks, you know, I I admire my friends that do just horror podcasts, but I might hang myself in the bathroom if I had to stick to one genre, and I, I can never yeah. do that, you know. Can't do it,
1: <laughs> can't do it. I mean, you know, there's many sides to all of us. It's just like music. I mean, you can't just like. I mean, we 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 gravitate towards one style of music, but it's all influential. It all affects each other, you know, and it's all building blocks. And I I love how things go together, right? It's just like you recognize people even in, you know, going back to, you know, Bob from this one that was in uh, Switchblade Sisters. I mean, it's it's all relative. And, I, you know, there's no reason you can't like, you know, steak and cheesecake, yeah. you know?
0: <laughs> I, I always tell folks that Three Ninjas Knuckle Up is one of the greatest genre cast. That should have been a genre cast ever because cause Don Stark is in that too, Uh. (laughs) with charles napier and a couple other folks that you see in genre stuff like i was like wow who's in this movie again you know right that's wild (laughs) you know that's really wild but um yeah we'll end this out here we'll uh we're gonna hang up our puffy shirts for the day and our, our uh our our fancy pirate swords and we'll see you all again next time hopefully real soon with a another um Another burnt ends episode where we we might call something else later, but for right now, it's it's a it's a free burnt ends episode on on the Legion <laughs> feed. The other ones are on Patreon, obviously. So if you haven't done that, that that uh they go it. that go go uh spend your two bucks a month and go support our great our great uh group of entrepreneurs there or a great uh group of creators at um patreon dot com slash legion uh, podcasts, please. Yeah. Um,
1: that'll that'll wrap this one up and, um, we'll see you all next time.